Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to look at software businesses, software development, and as well aspects of quality management. Now, anyone who's ever developed software might have started with an idea. Suddenly, you have lots of more ideas and you decide to start programming. Over time, it becomes a bit messy. And as you start more projects, you'd start to change your approach. And eventually you add more knowledge, um, buy books and attend courses and so on. And you suddenly notice, oh, there are different ways of doing it. You can do blueprints of uh, use blueprint uh, things to do this, how the menus will look, the screens look, many, many things you can do. Now, quality control is an important aspect. Why? Because if you have a software that's developed on the fly, you gain one big problem. You haven't got the time or the ability to build a software, test it, and then release it. And that's a big problem, especially when some people do not find it necessary to introduce error correction procedures or catches and other kind of proper coding methods. And sometimes it's astonishing how some people obviously learn something at some universities but don't seem to apply these basic things of um, handling errors because any software code will always have errors and any kind of software code has to interact with other systems. Well, one day in encounter some kind of problem. But it's normal usually to have this. And still, there are some businesses, some consultancies that actually are developing software for the clients without any error correction. And the software is constantly having problems. It's just astonishing that this is possible in today's time. Now, why on earth is it then not standard? That's the key thing. When you look at it, if you want to be professional in the way you build software, whether you're building your software for your own purpose or whether you're building software for a client, a customized product, or building software you want to sell, provide as a service, whatever, to other people, you have to try to be more professional in your approach, which means you need to have some kind of quality management. 
That starts, of course, like writing down what we want to achieve, what are the key issues, what are the key things that we have to process. Um, even things like um, what are the problems that we might encounter. Yeah, And then building not only your project plan, but as well seeing how can we ensure that before we release one version, we test it that it's properly done. Yeah, So quality control, quality management would mean that we make create a checklist. And this checklist helps us each time before release to see have we tested all the different aspects. Have we tested this system, that system, other system? Yeah, have we had maybe two or three or ten people or how many people we need to test the system that is working? And maybe some stress loading and other kind of things. Now, there are as well a variety of other options to make sure that your quality management is really fully embodied in your business, in your software company. And that's using ISO 9001. Well, what's it all about? You need to have a quality management documentation. That states how you want to do your business, how you do and go about certain aspects of your business. Everything from, let's say, hiring people to uh, training people, developing your ideas for your new project, preparing the software project, doing the programming, doing the support, enhancing the software, updating the software, even migrating the software to new platforms and all these different things that happen when you develop software and you constantly maintain it and further develop it and, and resell the next version of it. And that is so important to have that. Now, having an ISO 9001 certification can be quite a competitive advantage for a company especially if your clients are a little bit picky, a little bit sensitive about certain aspects, and they want to make sure that your software is, to an acceptable degree, reliable. And that means, of course, that they want to trust that you're doing your work properly and not just having an idea, writing code, and then letting it sit around and having an idea why you did something and not have any idea why it's not working and how to fix it. And then you know, the end, the software is totally broken. A uh, company that's processing with your software thousands and millions of data sets every day and week and year needs to rely on the fact that your software is properly developed. And that's why it's so important to have quality management systems. Quality management system isn't some software that does something. It is a set of documents that describe how you want to do all these different aspects of your business and how it should be done and what are the rules to do it. And you can add things like um, checklists, even diagrams, workflow pictures, and so on. So that if somebody enters a company and they are informed of all these different things, they understand it. Because it's no point in writing some kind of legal jargon, blah, blah, stuff, and then nobody understanding it. Yeah? Maybe even the lawyer himself doesn't understand what he's writing there. But that's not the point. Quality management means that every organization unit in your business needs to be able to read the documentation and to understand it. And not need some kind of translator. 
or interpreter. We are not in music where you interpret some kind of music from somebody else who maybe lived 200 years ago. Yeah? It's no point. So you want to have a software that's reliable, well programmed, keeps you alive and doesn't get you from going gray because your software is driving you nuts or your clients are driving you nuts. So what would that certification look like? Now, the first step would be, of course, first you have to plan what do you want to include in your quality management system? What aspects of your business are important? What do you want to include? And then develop your plan, start writing your documentation, uh, using checklists and other kind of aspects to eventually evolve all the key things that are relevant and necessary. Providing, then, of course, information to your different business areas, business units or teams, and as well reflecting with them, okay, what needs to be done so that it really reflects real business. Yeah, Because you are maybe working in one part of the business and they are in another one. And just because you know that they're doing logistics, it doesn't mean that you know what it actually means. One of the best examples in certain areas, you can, of course, just simply go and say, hey, let me join you and work with you for a week. And I understand maybe your area better. But certain things you simply can't because you don't have the training, the skills, or other kind of aspects that you might be required. Or you might just simply don't have the time. So exchange with those people information, write things down, discuss with them, and eventually you will develop a quality management documentation that is realistic and working. You will find as well in sometimes situations where things have been previously written down in some kind of documentation or checklist or, or guides and that kind of stuff, standard operation procedure documents, which make no sense. Yeah, It's even sometimes the things that have been set but are not being done, for instance, let's say by sales, because sales knows exactly, if you do it this way, not going to sell anything. Or you're going to frighten your clients and they'll go away. <laughs> That's no point. So it has to be realistic to what your business is doing. And a software company with an ISO certification can have quite a competitive advantage. Because, of course, companies who want to buy your software will trust you far more than some supplier or some small company that has no certifications, no kind of credibility or anything, other than maybe a nice website and some Google Ads. Yeah, That's not the point. And even if you are a small company and you have the certificates and everything, you might have a better chance as a startup, for instance, to get your software into a big company than to get an established company that's been on business for 20 years, but they've never bothered to improve their business, to improve their security, or any other kind of quality aspect in the business just simply because they, they don't believe it's necessary. Yeah, They just are so-called hard coders or whatever. They don't care. And why on earth spend the money with that kind of people and buy software that will just constantly cause problems or is so inflexible and outdated? No, 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 no. If you as a startup developing software, then that's the best thing to do. But don't rush about it. Don't get crazy. First do your planning. First do your research. 
work, a long checklist and so on, and then develop the key areas that you want to focus on. And as I said in other episodes, ask yourself, what do you want to achieve by gaining that kind of certificate? Because there are lots of certifications. You can do ISO 27.1, information security. If you're in the automotive industry, you can do TSAX assessment. 9001 is, of course, uh, quality management. There are many other areas like environmental protection, work safety, uh, food safety, and lots of different areas. But it only makes sense to do what really matters to your business. And that's the key thing. And if you're not sure, get advice, have a conversation, and find out. And there are many ways to find all these things and going and investing your time to plan what you actually want to do. So if you want to focus more on these areas and aspects where you can improve your business, not only just by maybe improving your marketing or sales or, or customer support, then go and listen to the next episodes, which I'll be as well providing other insights and how you can as well improve your insight of your organization, which eventually helps your sales and your marketing to be more effective. Because it's not just about nice words and great pamphlets or super email automation and that. There are many more aspects to growing a business and stabilizing its foothold in the market. Wait, listen, was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.